Welcome, welcome everyone. This is the Professor Tori Wiley, and this is 18 Wheels, the hot new podcast team. And we are talking about it's the first of the month. Who got them food stamps? Because I'm coming for it. Where the food stamps, lover boy? Where the food man, stamps? We need at? them food stamps, man. Where they them stop food playing stamps? out here. I need that. We need that. This is first of the month. Everybody, then nobody hit that that billion dollar mega millions except for one person. So they say. So Look guess what? Point. We all got to get back on the road and go back to work and dispatch because nobody wanted. We spent all this money trying to hit that Billy Billy, but nobody wanted in the DMV or anywhere except for, I get what they say, Illinois. They so-called say Illinois. It was, it was <laughs> Probably one in Alaska. But did the person come forward yet? I don't think so. Would they you? They not. Why would, would you? you? Why would you set yourself up for failure? Man. I don't have to be in front with that big check when I'm coming to collect my money. Ah, shit. I wouldn't. Man, even, I you wouldn't even know. I wouldn't claim the check until maybe a month from now. You would be like Kanye. You know what I'm saying? You'd be like Kanye wearing all the mask and the hoodie. I had the face paint on. You wouldn't even know it was me. I draw, I'm going to draw Lamont face over. <laughs> He got monkey hey, pox. Hey, if you say you got no monkey pox, then everybody will stay away from you. Uh, where I go, Frank Push yet? Frank Push, where you at? And she, uh, she's take your phone, take it off mute. There you go. <laughs> Look, I was, I was talking the whole time on mute. <laughs> <laughs> she's having a whole conversation by herself. Well, by her. <laughs> by her. <laughs> well, oh, well, I want to give it up to my favorite co-host we got our girl neek neek back in the building hey y'all we got the freight pusher over there talking to herself hey hey y'all i'm talking and to y'all now <laughs> and then the lover boy lamont is there yeah ready to, boy ready with them hot dogs sports drop a load on them <laughs> so what's going on how was everybody weekend oh weekend was nice Bit of uh, celebration for my daughter. You know, she's going off to college, so we had a big celebration. Yeah, Congratulations. You know, yeah, you know, Trump party. She got a bunch of stuff, so, you know, light on the parents. So, okay. y'all already did it? Or was, or was, or was going down? No, nah, it was uh, Saturday. Hey, you need to invite the 18 Wills family. We, we want to... Hey, I barely was invited. Oh, yep. <laughs> okay, well, now I won't feel as bad. I got, I, I got my invitation like a day before. Like, where's my, I don't understand we playing. Where's my invitation? Mm. Oh, I'm sitting. I'm, I'm paying for this shit. I need to get this goddamn. Hey, well, she about to learn. She's going to HBC, so she, HBCU. So she about to get a whole different life right now. You know, yes. it's it's. You know, when I saw my youngest daughter go to college, it has completely changed her and molded her right now. You know, yeah. so she's definitely about to get a learning experience. It's, so. It definitely is a whole vibe. I went to a HBCU. Um, Want to give a shout out to my uh, Johnson C. Smith Bulldogs okay. mm. and um, in Charlotte, North Carolina. It, it just was a whole. It. it it was it just was a whole vibe to be around so many black people and to see the fraternities and sororities and see black people of excellence you know what i'm saying coming from the inner city like it it, it really did me good you know what i'm saying so that contributed a lot to some of the connections that i still have now 
some of the friends I still have now and just, you know, I think it made me a better person, you know, because they That's don't show us like that in the media. You know okay. what I'm saying? But so to, uh, for us to see that with our own eyes, it gives you a different outlook on your people. It really does. Wow. That's what's up. Yep. So today we're going to be talking about confrontational cargo. And then when we talk about confrontational cargo, we're talking about people. Love a boy, this is right up your alley right yes, here. We definitely yes, want to hear, hear about that confrontational cargo that you deal with. And of course, a freight push, you deal with a lot of confrontational cargo with these crazy ass owner ops out here that think they know yes, everything yes, and they don't yes, know yes. shit. Yes, you know, yes, so we're going to talk yes. about all of that today. And I want to thank everybody for coming into the 18wills1.com and make sure you go over to that 18wills store and check it out because we got some hot new items on there daily. And we're going to be talking about everything that we put up on there. So you'll be able to see you got bags, you got dresses, everything is your one stop shop for your on and off road needs. And also check out our Instagram and Facebook pages too. And check out some funny reels that we have with some number one supporters that support in the store as they always do. So let's don't get into professor. it. Don't forget professor. And hey, we got them roses ladies. Hey, we got them. We got a little bit of everything <laughs> in that guilty pleasure section. You know, we got a little bit <laughs> of everything in that guilty pleasure section. So y'all head over to that 18 wheel store at www.18wheelstore.com. And now you're going to see it in your Facebook feed because I wanted to make sure that everywhere you go, you're going to be sleeping, dreaming, loving us. The 18 wheels team. You're going to see us everywhere from now on. So let's get into all of this. Freight Pusher, what you got for me today? So the word of the day today is wherever you go, no matter what the weather, always bring your own sunshine. Mm. If you want light to come into your life, you need to stand where it's shining. Success mm. is a sum of small efforts repeated day in and day out. Happiness is only thing that multiplies when you share it. So my word to the 18 Wheels family today is to stop standing in the dark and choose light for your life through tomorrow. Isn't promised to us your ability to let your shine, your light shine today is always promised. And that's oh, your girl Freight Pusher signing off with the daily vibe. Give it up for the daily vibe, Shuba. Freight Pusher's name. We got my girl Nick Nick back in the building. We missed you last week, Nick. What you got for us in the in the confrontational section today? I'm gone, but not forgotten. Gone for not forgotten. This is uh dropping gems with your girl Diamond. I missed y'all, family. What's up? What's hey, we missed you too. We, we missed you. Okay, so listen. So one of our old time friends is back in the news again today. So I'm talking uh -oh. about mystical. Mm. So today he was arrested on allegations of rape and kidnapping. No. Yes. No. Not kidnapping too. They had a kidnapping onto it. So God, he had a uh, false imprisonment, first degree rape, simple robbery, domestic abuse, battery, mm -hmm. and um, criminal damage to property. God damn. So, that so sounds like an ex. Yeah. So, but you know, this is not his first rodeo. You know what I'm saying? He was accused of rape back in. Um, 2019 and 2017 so he had did 18 months in one of those cases um the other mm. case was dropped for lack of evidence but it's the fact that you know when your name keep ringing bells in a certain arena it got to be some truth to it you know Shit, what I'm yeah there's definitely some truth to it man master yeah. p need to have and have a, a mentor because he's just on tour with the no limit tour that just went out now he probably got a little more bread in his pocket for all that bullshit he went through showing off out there i don't understand people just gotta understand you're a public figure you 
you are, you are a dollar sign right now. But it's not. It's I think it's even bigger than that. It's just like no means no, and just and I think sometimes people of power, and I ain't gonna say just men, but people of power tend to think that they above the law and they could do what they want to do. You know what that I'm saying? Is it, true. It, because if you got all that money, why would you put yourself even in that type of position? You don't have yeah, to. Yeah, they do it. But Did you I do, do it anyway. There I go. There I go. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, and it's just like, so he back in the news again today. So we, um, it just came out today. So we'll keep, I'll keep you guys posted, and we'll follow up and see, you know, exactly where this is stemming from and what the details is behind it. But, you know. The allegations yeah. are are there now. He's locked up with no bond, so we'll see what's gonna come of this. Yeah, he gonna do some time up in there. His, his mugshot hey, looks terrible. He looks like they, say, they say he like get him a, a spat. Get him a spat next no, to I Kelly. Heard, I heard <laughs> that he gonna do a special tribute with EU doing the butt. <laughs> well, I heard I heard him and Kelly gonna have a new single coming out. Probably in the next six months. They locking up all these brothers, man. They are not playing now. I man. don't understand. Nah, I don't understand what they're doing. I'm gonna ask y'all a question. Just like you said, people with power, they 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 get over all things. What do y'all think about Beyonce's new album? Tell me, ladies, what do y'all think about her album? Unapologetically, I haven't listened to it yet. Okay. Okay, and I second that motion, and I just, um, <laughs> I'm just not, you know, now, I do like that one song, you, You're Not Gonna Break My Soul, but I'm not a, a Beyonce fan person. Are you getting on the horse? No, I'm not so, on the horse. So what are y'all thinking about the situation where her uh, basically sampling Khalees music? Do you think she, Beyonce, was wrong? Because I hear Beyonce does that a lot. She samples people's music, but... As a woman, do you think she probably should have looked out for Khalees? Even though Khalees don't own the mask, I think uh, what's his name? Um, she said uh, Pharrell. Pharrell and them, they they pretty much own the masses. But do you think that Beyonce should have like looked out for her because she know that not looked like out. She didn't want her to look out. Just make sure she got acknowledge her. Yeah, acknowledge her. Acknowledge her. Like yeah, I'm using your shit. So is Beyonce I mean, wrong for that? I mean, I think yeah. Khalees is wrong, but do you think Beyonce should have stepped up? I mean, go ahead. Go ahead, Nay. So honestly, how I feel is it's not enough respect in general in the industry, in the world. So it wasn't big to give a call and just say, hey, like, I'm really vibing with that song you made. And I'm thinking about remixing and making a track off of it. Yeah. I think we gotta we gotta start learning how to be respectful of each other and it shouldn't be something like we gotta make it big on the internet that that should be a given thing like to just show people the respect that they're due because she will want it and you know she will want it yeah, let you go right. take her music yeah they own her some respect that's exactly right sheree simmons they own her some respect and um put some respect on that name with a check yeah, they definitely should have uh looked out for her I, I you know, think it in was more, some type of way. I think it was more or less, you know, she didn't she didn't respect it. That's why she did it. Because if I'm using something of yours, I'm like, you know what? Before I do this, let me holler. Like, look, they want me to use it, but I know it's yours. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna talk to you about what it. I'm saying, so is that the practice? Because I thought that that's was you know that's what it was. Like everybody samples something from everybody. Because no, no, no. Normally, when you sample music, it has mm -hmm. to be cleared. Correct. The reason why they didn't clear it with Kelis because Kelis doesn't own the music. 
Yeah. But it's her one of her biggest hits. Mm. Yeah, but I, I mean, well, I mean, on the on a personal side, being as though Beyonce is bigger than her, she just should have showed more cooth about herself. You know what I'm saying? It gave her the shout out. Yeah, but at the end of the day, because she don't own the music, she that's probably why she felt as though she didn't have to give her no shout out because she don't own it. So if she cleared it with the people that own the, we talking business. You know, to give her a shadow to in give a her business expert Beyonce. Was yeah, right. you know she didn't. She didn't have to. She didn't have to do that. But you know, being the personable and being women, she still should have gave her her acknowledgement. You know, what I'm saying to show more class about herself. Or oh, at least I mean? made. I mean, at least made sure. I mean, that she's that that song is going to get paid. She if if she owned that, she would have got paid every time that song played. She would have got paid off of that. And I think that's another thing. Even it's that, and also, of course, the money too. You know, and, it's gonna, and, and maybe, Beyonce gonna bring the money. Maybe Beyonce should have thought about it like this. Okay, at least hit her up. Like, look, I like what you did with the song. How about you put me on the remix with you? Yeah, and, something. Yeah. Or the yeah. video, or at least had yeah. her in a yeah. video or something. So I think they gonna cut a check. You know, because they want to keep that shit quiet. But it's up to Pharrell and them, because they own the masses. Well, so. Basically, how she was saying, you know, Pharrell and them dictors. So you know, he so he's... so Simmons said she did the same thing to Robin S, who sings the house classic "You Got to Show Me Love." That's yeah, I heard also she did on to the a lot album. Of and she found out on the internet, like Khalees, after the internet dragged her, she sent Robin S some flowers. Yeah, like come on now, it's not enough love for one in the in the females with female artists as well, specifically. So you definitely well, got always that always I, been our stigma though, you know. Man, but I the, expect that from her because she's been in the industry for so long that it's like that should come with it for you. You're you like you at the top, so you yeah, should you of course me. look out for somebody giving her a simple shout out. Could have did something for Khalees. So sometimes, like I say, you gotta show love. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens with her. I just wanted to bring that up because I wanted to see what y'all thought about that. Was it was she right or is she wrong or is Beyonce even gonna be quiet and just stay out of it, let them handle it? So we'll see who gonna get a check. Maybe Khalees might get a check, you know. And she shitting on Nas and Rihanna too. So it's like yeah, you know. it's gonna be a whole bunch. Maybe she's just trying to get in the news and cause some problems. So. Cause I mean, I mean, really, I I didn't know that she was a factor right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she really I ain't know. I haven't. I haven't heard no music. You know, a lot of right now is a lot of cloud chasing, a lot of buzz making going on, yeah, trying to make yourself go. back relevant. Because yeah. if you ask me, the last Khalees song I heard, I hate it, you so uh, much. Right? That's it, and that had to be over 20 years ago. I thought it was milkshake, milkshake. All that stuff, all that stuff came from the same album. Even though she was a great singer and I like her, but I don't, I don't know any of her new music. I don't know if she put out an album in the last 10 years. Probably no. on YouTube. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> she said, she said um, she's a farmer now. God she damn. Well, she, she, her husband, he passed, well, her fiance had passed away. He died of cancer. Her new, well, her new one ever since her and Nas. Nas got, yeah. Yet. And then he died of cancer. So I guess now this is, I guess this is a way to get a check. Because that, that song was on Renaissance. That song is going to go crazy. That song is going to be making millions. And people are loving it. You know, they shitting on her because you know the Beyonce got that yeah, yeah. Yeah, that be They probably at her doorstep. She got wash out. She got worried about the beehive fucking her farm up. She don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. She don't want to do that. So give it up for Neek Neek with dropping that thing. Let's let's see what's gonna happen with Mystical and see if he's gonna be able to uh 
get out of this, but I don't know. I, don't know. So I keep like, I keep everybody trip. posting and see what's going down. Yeah. So, love a boy Lamont. Let's get into these sports and stuff. Let's see what's going on. Oh man, it was an exciting weekend sports. Let's cap it off with some of that boxing. But you ain't got boxing, so you keep it moving, bro. All right, all right. <laughs> with this boxing, it was. We had Danny Garcia versus Jose Betabiez. Garcia, who had a 20-month layoff from his last fight when he fought Earl Spence in 2020 when he was defeated. This time, that would not be the case. Garcia came out the gate firing like a man on a mission. Better be as also not a spring chicken. He also won three of his last five fights. Garcia landed a career-high 153 body punches on Better Bez. Round after round after round. Body, body, body. It was like R. Kelly was in his ear. Your mind's telling your body, no. The fight would go the distance. <laughs> All 12 rounds. In the end, Garcia would end this fight winning by a unanimous decision. And that what I call boxing science. Mm. Next up, we're going to talk about that good old NBA and what's happened. Mm-hmm. A lot going on. A lot going on in the NBA. First, we want to cap it off with someone we lost in the NBA game. And that mm. somebody is Bill Russell. We want to pause for Bill Russell, the legend, before we get into this. Bill Russell, the All legend. right, Bill. All right, Bill. Let's get into it. Let's get into Bill, Mr. Russell. If you don't know who Bill Russell is, Bill Russell was named William Felton Russell. He was born February 12, 1934, in Monroe, Louisiana. Mm. Yesterday, Bill Russell passed. Bill was an American basketball player who was the first outstanding defensive center in the history of the National Basketball Association and one of sports' greatest icons. He won 11 NBA titles in 13 seasons that he played with the Boston Celtics, and he became the first African-American coach of modern major professional sports team in the United States when he was named the player coach of the Celtics in 1966. Mm, mm, mm. One thing we can say about Bill, he doesn't get the credit. You got some people say that Bill Russell is one of the greatest, if not the best player in the NBA over Michael Jordan. Mm. He has 11 titles. He has the rings. He has everything to call himself the true king. He's the GOAT for real. But does he get slighted by guys like LeBron, guys like um, MJ? For years, this guy lasted. These guys lasted. He lasted till he was 88 years old. He's mm. been a pioneer of the game. He also had some things to say, some choice words to say about LeBron not too long ago, saying, "Yo, you ain't that. <laughs> you are not that." He can do that too. He's an OG in the game, and we're gonna yeah. we're really, we're gonna miss Bill. Yeah. Hats off the Bill. We salute. In Bill other Russell. NBA news, we're going to talk about our girl, 
she may be coming home. But is it the right move for Brittany Grinder? Biden administration are in talks right now with Russia, and they're trying to get their guy, their guy out. Victor Belov. He's an arms dealer. If anybody who doesn't know what an arms dealer is, he's a person who runs guns. He's notorious for this. Notorious. I mean, he does this when he wakes up. He doesn't think about food. He doesn't think about anything. All he thinks about is running those guns. And then they're going to trade for Brittany Grinder. What do you think about this, guys? you think this is something the United States should do? Well, Donald Trump said, hell no. She should stay her ass in jail and he should not and Biden should not let him out. So we're going to see how much political slack he's going to get on by doing this prisoner swap. I mean, yeah, they want to get Brittany Griner out because she is an NBA star. She's, you know, she is, she's a lesbian and she's a black woman that's in Russia. But I don't think it's a good decision for them to be letting out an arms dealer for Brittany Griner. She, if it was us, our asses would be still over there. Oh, we yeah. wouldn't get our asses oh, yeah. out. Oh, yeah. So she, she didn't pay attention to the, the rules and laws in Russia. And she she made a mistake, but sometimes when you make them mistakes, they can cost you. The, the thing about it, this guy's nickname is the Merchant of Death. Mm. To get a nickname like that, the Merchant of Death, you must be responsible for a lot of murders. Man. And in that and in that case, you know, it's like does it it, it doesn't weigh out equally and not it to doesn't. say, you know, it doesn't you know, her life is not important, but the impact that he's going to have as laws, I don't think that that's that's not a, a close to a fair trade. Mm. You know, so they're going to have to do something else and get somebody else to trade for. Disclaimer, I mean, don't nobody else go over there doing no stupid shit like that because they ain't coming to get you unless you got some value. He said, keep yourself home if you want to do your drugs. Hell yeah. <laughs> most, most people trade basketball cards, cards. Most people trade video games. But they're swapping out prisoners. This is going to be an awesome trade. Maybe even shit. I mean, they're in the midst of a war, too. So they're in the midst of a war. You know, you don't know how much connection that guy got. You know, he oh, might he be got. trying to get nukes well, and stuff. Yeah, he got it. Okay, and that's, and that's fine. So tell him, give us Britney Grinder plus two bombs, and that's probably equal it out. We got to put some more stuff on the table. ain't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> they want him out for a reason with this with know, that war. Know, they want him for a reason. He got the connects. <laughs> exactly. He got connects. He can, he can get guns nobody else can get. He probably got shit buried, and they can't talk to him, and they need to not find out where them guns at. I mean, so how do you think Ukraine is going to feel about them letting them letting this guy out to get Well, I, I think Ukraine might look at it like, well, damn, y'all making deals with them? Shh. Shit, y'all, y'all helping us, but y'all, y'all can have troops over here, but y'all not. But that's mm. America's. That's 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 how they go. They've been playing both sides of the fence since the beginning of the time. That ain't nothing new for them. Yeah, mm, man. So. It, it, but but this is this goes through. This is gonna be a, a open. It's gonna be it's gonna be an open case for stuff like this to go on for the rest for, for eternity. Because all you gotta do is kidnap an American. Over, yeah, uh, that's what I was just going to say. False imprisonment. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. I said they gonna start kidnapping us over there. Yeah, you can't not just us. us. Not just you us. You can't go to they, Mexico no more. They ain't coming to get our regular. Ass. No, no. Listen, imagine you over Mexico and you on a trip, and 
The cartel come kidnap your ass. Like, yeah, we want El Chapo up out of there now. Or we chopping ten American heads. Yeah, if, it's gonna get real. You, you gotta be worth some value. That's what I said. That's if you think like, so, she's yeah, only, what about the other Americans over there? Yeah, right. That's why I said, don't none of y'all regular people take your dumb asses over there doing no dumb yeah. shit. Can, can you imagine you in jail right now for the same shit, and then she gets she gets out, and you in there for the same yeah, same, same and, thing? And, and, and that's what the Russians are probably saying. Like, yo, this is bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Is mm. this what we doing now? Better start getting your your um your commissary together because you ain't coming home, baby. Oh yeah, mm. and we gonna end that off with those sports. And like I mm. always say, stay tuned next week because you know I got that sweet science. I got that basketball for your ears and mind. And guess what? We might do a little football. See you next week. Mm. Give it up for Lover Boy Super. That's going to be interesting. I can't wait to see what's going to happen with this. Take it off, Freight Pusher. All righty, guys. So this week, to get into our topic, we're going to be talking about confrontational cargo. So my experience, <laughs> I got difficult drivers because they know everything, even though they, they don't know shit, really. Hell but yeah. <laughs> they don't. They don't understand, like, what I go through behind scenes for them, even though they're on the road. And I understand it can be difficult for the drivers on the road, but it is difficult for us behind scenes dispatchers and anybody that is working not on the field. Um, And my drivers, some days I have them and they're like, well, the freight ain't, the money ain't like like it used to be. And I'm like, yeah. Well, you only been doing this for a year, really. So <laughs> you don't know that the economy changes. Sometimes it's it's good money out here. And the money is there. It's just the fuel prices are so the, fucking high. <laughs> yeah, and and of course to them that makes the money not look good. Because <laughs> when you're spending six dollars and five dollars a gallon for gas. Them prices that that those rates don't look good because they not getting rates according to what these fuel prices are. Hmm, got that right. Especially the box trucks. Oh yeah, tell us about that box truck. How does that how is that working out now? I'm um, curious about that. Box trucks want eighteen wheeler uh or drive in freight. <laughs> they want them they want that five seven thousand dollars that's what they want yeah and it, and a lot of them get into the industry because they hear that it makes good money but they don't understand it's a lot to do with where you are the type of equipment you have they just think it's just as long as i'm gonna move it it should be the same yeah it's not like that that's crazy. Yeah, I always want to know how that work out because I see these guys at the truck stops and they don't even have a bed. And they sleeping in the sleeping in the front of the straight truck. Cause they so ain't making ask, money like y'all. But let me ask this question. So, even though we know the economy changes, they don't bump the price up according to the fuel. That doesn't fluctuate with the fuel costs. Well, you got the national average, so you get some like you know like I get. Uh, fuel surcharges, so that helps out when the mm-hmm. price of fuel goes up, and then the the sense of the national average on the fuel charge go up. But it's the sense. I mean, it helps out, but it's not. You know, some people don't get fuel surcharges. They got to pay that straight price that you see up on that pump. 
Yeah, that's so a rough one right there. Yeah. Oh. So it's all about fuel surcharges and things like that. I mean, a lot of companies are giving out fuel surcharges, but a lot of companies are not. Um, so that's one thing. Those two things right now, maintenance costs and fuel costs are out the roof right now. I mean, with the driver, with the mechanic shortages and part shortages, yep. shit, you definitely don't want to, you, you pray that you ain't got to take a truck to the dealership because that shit going to be there at least two to three weeks sitting there. Mm -hmm. If it's something major, it's going to be there about two, three weeks. It used to be you can get, the, get them out in two to three days, but nobody don't want to work. You know, they doing other things, you know, they making TikTok and doing reels and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Shoot, I just had a driver. She lost her. Uh, well, I just had an owner who lost her driver because she couldn't afford to get her AC fixed. Oh, he wasn't shit. a slave. He said, All right, damn, fuck that. <laughs> 400 years ago. <laughs> hey, that will make a driver quit. It's the equipment. Equipment keep breaking down, especially it's like 100 degrees outside, no yeah. AC. Yeah, it's definitely Ooh. too hot to be riding in the truck with no air conditioning. Yeah, you can't give me a fan stay way that mother like church. You can't do that. <laughs> and it couldn't have been that much. It couldn't have been. It just probably was the downtime. It either was the compressor or she might have just was low on 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 Freon. But it's only like two variables with the, the AC in the truck. It's the, comp the compressor go out. You got to get a new compressor. You got to you gotta drain all the air out the system. Then you got to charge it back up. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's probably six, seven hundred dollars to get it done but yeah you gotta have that air for these guys and these females because they will quit on your ass easy they ain't got no look he quit he flew he out one over. day and he was gone the next day i God was like damn. dang that's record breaking yeah, yeah she should have yeah. sent that shit over to well i wouldn't dare go to ta to have them do any major work like that like maybe some some small shop like a small mom and pop shop to get it done those are probably the best shops to to oh, get she wound up so, taking so, it so, but it's gonna be off the road for about like you said about two three weeks because her that's part what i was wondering I'm like, well, yeah. so is she going to get it fixed yep yeah yep. it's the downtime that you that you got to deal with like i think we had a truck in the shop and it went in the shop for a a, a what was it an exhaust leak um bells and whistles was going off and on in the truck and i was like god damn this, this truck it's like just everything just going off so of course they got to hook it up to the computer and do the test and all that stuff like that just to hook it up to the computer now six hundred dollars it used to be like they used to charge by the hour but now they charging by the test so if the test is two hours and two three hours six hundred dollars to do the test to find out what's wrong with the truck and then they, you know, at the dealership, they want to just, they want to give you, they don't want to uh, fix it. They just want to replace. So if they go by uh, a diagram, it tells you do this, do this, do this test, replace this and see if this works. If this don't work, do this, do that, do this and replace that. And after he started saying, do this, do this, do that. Next thing you know, he was talking about, oh, it's going to be a $15,000 estimate. I was like, $15,000. I'm like, what? How is it gonna be fifteen thousand dollars? And I just came in here for an exhaust leak. So I was like, okay, this is what I want you to do. I want you to do this. I want you to change the sensors because these sensors are these sensors are what really mess trucks up, especially with this heat. I had them change the sensors. I had them change the oil. I had them fix the exhaust leak, and I cut that bill down in half, half of that price when they was trying to hit me for fifteen thousand dollars on it. So. You got to kind of know about your equipment because these dealerships, they will get over on you quick, you know, but sometimes they, they you got to pay the piper. 
Oh yeah, they 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 making money. I think the going rate at like Peterbilt and and Kenworth is probably like two two hundred dollars, close to two hundred dollars an hour, you know, and that's ridiculous. And then some of these jobs that they have doesn't even take that long, but they still going to charge you the recommended hours to do the job. So if it says it's going to take four hours to do the job, they're still going to uh, charge you four hours when they can do it in two or one. So those things y'all got to look out, you know, when y'all taking these trucks to the shop, you know, I mean, I believe me, I see more trucks on the road with check engine lights on because guys are like, you know, you got a check engine light or a mouth. It's two different lights you have. You have the check engine light and you have the malfunction light. The malfunction light, it could be something as far as you can have a, a tail light out. You're going to get a malfunction light. You can have a, a temperature sensor or it, you'll get a malfunction light. And then you can have that check engine light to come on, and of course, like a car, something's going on. But when that red one come up, that's your ass right there. When that stop engine light come on, you can't do nothing but take that shit to the dealership because they gotta gotta fix it. So tell me about that confrontational car go level boy that you deal with. Oh man, in my field, it's not a game. It's right now. What's going on is they set this new road, this new rule, and it's. It's gonna get a driver in trouble. It's gonna get somebody hurt. Because mm. now the new rule is we are not allowed to uh, just drop. Let's let's say you you're on the bus and you missed your stop, and you be like, uh, "Can I get off right here?" Sometimes the driver would back in the day was like, "Pull over to the side to the curb where it's safe," and allow that passenger to get off. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, since two weeks. We don't know what happened or what went on. They got a, uh, it's, they're big on this, and, and you could probably lose your job if you do it. They're mm-hmm. saying, and, they, and it, comes on, it comes on the speaker loud for the passengers to hear it. It says, at no point in time are you to allow a person to alight or uh, get, get off or anything at any time unless it's at a DC circulator bus stop. Mm. So you can't allow them midway, midpoint, anyway. So let's say I'm at the bus stop and I see somebody running for the bus, but I have already pulled away from the curb. Mm-hmm. I can't pull the bus back over and let them get on. I got to yeah. keep on moving. And if somebody in a wheelchair is waving me down, I ride right past them. If somebody <laughs> wants to get off because he's too, he waiting on the light. <laughs> right past in the wheelchair. Yeah. They get left. I mean, yeah. it's, it's crazy. So now... You got you got customers who they hear this too, so they gonna try their hand. Okay, hey, bus driver, can I get off right here? And you be like, Nah, man, we 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 at the light. I can't get off right here. Nah. So now he gonna get extra aggressive. He gonna call you, hey 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 hey, bitch ass nigga. He gonna call you all kinds of names. Mm-hmm. And there's the confrontation. And you you sitting behind a glass shield, but that's not gonna save you because he can have a gun on him. I mean, I, cause it, you, you're dealing with the crazy of the crazy. You're dealing with people with tattoos all over their face. People, they, 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 don't, they don't speak. They ain't paying no money. I ain't never seen a bus system ran where they don't pay. I mean, they don't pay you no mind. When they come back, <laughs> look, look when, you, when they get on the bus, I think I'm cast for the friendly ghost because they don't see me. I'll be like, how you doing? How you doing? Just keep going. They, they just keep walking past. They keep walking yeah. past. That's you one thing one. I couldn't do. <laughs> yeah, you might get wow. one or two that says, hey, how you doing? Or oh, enjoy your day. Or how's your day going? It'll surprise you. So sometimes when they speak to me, I look at them like, you talking to me? 
It's like you didn't know. I mean, this has happened last week. The guy, he wants to get off. He been waiting on the bus for so long. Now he want to get off. I'm telling him no. He's angry. I want to get off this bus. Let me off. Let me off. I'm like, dude, I can't let you off. Man, fuck that, man. Let me off this. I mean, so you gotta realize. It can get it, it. It gets to the point where you be like, "This is some bullshit." Yeah, and somebody gonna yeah. get hurt. Yeah, definitely somebody gonna get hurt behind that. And especially if you get them one that they've been drinking or they high, oh, they want to get off. It's gonna be a problem. Yeah, it's definitely Shoot. gonna be. A problem. Or you just go in the wrong neighborhood. You be in the hood. You know you don't got no reason for them. Oh man. Yeah. I, I mean, you see what happened? What a couple of years ago, a friend of ours. I'm not gonna say no names, but I'm sure if you're from DMV, you know about this situation. That um, young lady was on a bus, and um, I, I, she had to use the bathroom, and she peed in a cup. And her and the bus driver got into a confrontation, and she threw that piss right on the bus driver. Now oh, I don't know, yeah, like yeah, I, oh, yeah. Yeah, that would have been my ass. I would have went the fuck Y'all off. Y'all heard about my last day at Metro SS? Yeah, that would have been it. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, dealing with—I mean, when I first got into the CDL industry, out. Metro really wanted me to become a driver and I was I was thinking about it because Metro got some great benefits and you know mm-hmm. they, they got a lot going on but I just kept thinking like do I want to deal with that confrontation of people just dealing with that confrontational freight and I'm like nah I turned it down I actually went and started delivering water because I did not want to be part of uh dealing with humans on yeah. on a bus so I can I, I can't even imagine what you go through on that bus daily because you don't know how people attitudes yeah, you, are. You, you, no you don't know their mindset one yeah. day that's it that's this, that's this guy it right get on there. the bus yeah and he had a cowboy uh cowboy jacket on you know it was like the team and I was about to say something to him like hey what's going on you got the wrong wrong team on mm-hmm. and I'm glad I didn't speak to the guy because two minutes later he's back there talking to himself there's another guy talking to himself. God so, damn. Yeah. <laughs> so a passenger get off the bus. He said, "You sure got a lot, a lot of, You sure do got a lot of people riding with you today." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like the, their mindset. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you you dealing you dealing with the. I mean, it, it's the bus system is not is not. I tell people every day, it's this job ain't for everybody. And I also got to tell myself to keep my job. I got to enjoy eating humble pie. Cause you gotta be mm. humble. If not, true, Lord, it, it, it yeah. can go down. Anywhere. Yeah, that is, is mm, that's just something that is never gonna change in this bus industry. And then you got some of the roughest routes that they send these buses yes. in. So you gotta think about, you know, what if somebody just having a bad day and they got a gun on them and they want to sh- shoot at you just because you say something different? Like, how how do they do of protecting? the driver how are they at protecting and it's so funny it's so funny that you said that so probably like i'm gonna say like about two and a half months ago right down the street from my house i was on my way to the store all you seen was the bus burling down the wrong side of the street and they crossed the median and went over there to the fort lauderdale police department right there it was all on the news. The guy got to arguing with somebody in the back of the bus. He pulled out a gun. He started shooting the people on the bus. Hmm. So the only way that the bus driver could save the rest of the passenger and herself was to do that. It was a, She hit a couple cars crossing the median, but she saved about 10 other people. Like three people died and two other people got wounded. Hmm. And so it's like now 
even though that's public transportation, you're gonna have to put something in place to screen these people for guns and weapons because you just letting the people on the bus, you don't know if he having a good day, bad day, if he armed or not. And just think yeah. if he would have shot the bus driver, how that horrific that would accident would have turned out because then she did behind and she got all these people on the bus and you're getting on the bus trying to get to point A to point B, not thinking that you got to fight for your life. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So. Well, how do you deal with the confrontational cargo of these young kids that just, just, just because I know when we used to ride that 90 bus, we used to be loud on the back, joking, oh, yeah, jawing them oh, yeah. and the ball. So I can imagine from now to it is to now. I mean, you know I mean, so, the, the kids nowadays, uh, they're disrespectful. But yeah. the, 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 the you know, you, you got your girls and you got your boys. And for some odd reason, in my case, what I've seen, it's the girls who are the loudest. I don't know what it is, why they want to be seen. I mean, they get on the bus and they just so loud for no reason, like they want attention. I'm like, yo, what the, what's going on? The boy here in the back, he might be chilling, but it's that girl, she just extra loud. And see, we're not allowed to touch them. We only can tell them, hey, can you calm that noise down back there? Fuck you, bus driver. Now, you might pull the bus over, call supervisor, supervisor come, but by the time the supervisor come, it's, the altercation is already, you know what I'm saying? It's already there. Or they say, wait for we we sending the police. The police, they off the bus now. So it's like, my thing is I be telling myself like, you're interrupting service. Sometimes I be like, okay, this per if I know this person, I got two, three stops, he gotta get off. So I let the, I just let the stuff, the chaos just keep going on because eventually they got to get off. Hmm. Because by the yeah. time the supervisor get there, guess what? Y'all done got into it. Because you know how someone be like, man, bitch ass nigga, woo woo. Now when you stop the bus and then you having words with this guy, there's an interruption. When you could just let this guy off the bus, that's what I'm saying. This new thing, it's, it's, it's gonna get out of hand. Yeah. So how do they, what is the policy of uh, getting into altercations? What, what do you, how do you have to protect yourself? All you, you go, we, okay, we went, we go through training every year. All we are allowed to do is put your hands, open the door, put your hands under their armpits and push them out. That's it. So you're not allowed to get into a physical so you altercation. Get, uh, so you can you get stabbed. You can be stabbed. Exactly. Like, That's some bullshit. It's, it is bullshit. It's because how you supposed to, you can't protect yourself like that. It just seems more plausible just to let them off the bus. Exactly. Or the thing is, once, once I know a bus driver who got slashed on his face. Mm. And, and eventually he got fired. Here's what happened. They say he was in his seat. He got out. Once you get out your seat, you are the issue now. You're no longer being, you know, the good submerged. You came out your seat and you confronted this person, you know. Then he tried to go back to his seat and the guy put his knife out, slashed him on his face. Mm. So it's like, I, I don't see bus drivers hurt, but they get beat up. Old old man still driving, he's about 70 years old, get beat up behind the wheel. So they don't have any insurance in place to protect you guys? You're just going to get beat. I mean, you're going to be out for a couple. You're going to get beat. I always Sit tell up. myself every day, I am not going on World Star. Not mm. me. I'm not going on World Star. Because if it get to the point where I know I'm losing my job, then I gotta go all out. I'm not gonna be the one on World Star. That'll be my last day there and the first day in jail. Maybe they should sure. start implementing and starting putting like 
No security on buses on certain routes. Well, the routes thing is, Metro has a special police officer. They sometimes ride the bus, but they more or less focus on the people who are not paying. So unless a person, you're a person who don't pay, don't pay, or that bus driver, no one pays on this bus, so they'll start having police officers on the bus. But see, uh, with my bus, the city, that's a city bus, so D.C. police will have to do that, but they're not doing that. They're not going to put all that money into nothing like that to invest and say, we're going to help the bus drive out. Mm -mm. It's not going to be until something happens. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like you constantly, it's happened, like uh, the, a bus driver is, uh, he's not, the only time bus driver safe probably when he's in his house. Because once he's back behind that wheel, it's like anything can happen. I mean, anything. Pete, hey, it's a hot shooting. summer out here now. Oh man, and DC's then, you know, on fire. Oh yeah, and then it's racist. You might get uh, a, a, a Caucasian person may say something out the way to you. You know, it's like you, 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 your mind, and you're focusing on this road. You got cars, people, bikes. I mean, all kinds of things that could make you have an accident, and all you want to do is go home to your kids. That's it. Mm. It's an uphill battle, and it's not for everybody. Oh, these are some little tips and trades from Loverboy to let you know people getting into the the confrontational cargo industry, mainly bus bus industry, anything that's transporting humans, some of these things that you guys need to deal with. So some of the things you think as us, as the professionals, how can we make it better? Do you think that maybe we should... It should be some type of extra training or something to some people, like outside of the job. So when people get into this profession, like how how do you think that they should pick people to drive? Because now they're just picking anybody. Everybody can't yeah, do yeah. that job. But right now, but the right now it's a mass hiring for bus drivers. Mass hiring. They're hiring all walks of life. If you can do it, they'll hire you. Hmm. And see, that's the thing. And that's just, I was um, talking to one of my colleagues at work today. And it's just like, yeah, you may be, you may be able to do the work per se, but you may not be able to handle, like, like Lamont said, what the, the, the mental capacity that you have to have. So it got to be some type of, of, of screening to like your temperament and things like that for dealing with people. Because you may be able to drive, but you may not be a people person. And that's just that, like, uh, you know, you know, to create a storm, a bigger storm. And you got somebody that's one egg short of an omelet. You got him talking to other people, but he just trying to get a job because he want to make some money. You see mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Oh, so yeah. he talked that shit to him. He don't want to hear that shit. So then yeah. that's how it was going to, you know, what I'm saying stem into something bigger. I really think that they need to put some more policies in place to protect your driver. Like, isn't that your commodity? Yeah. Yeah. You see yeah. what I'm saying? And you, you treat us like you disposable. But the wild part about it, like they got the camera focused on you and not the people on the bus. Exactly. Like, all day they got these new smart drive devices and the camera is aimed at you. It's watching when you eat, it's watching when you yawn, it's watching when you say any cuss word. You be like, God, why are you watching me? Watch them. I mean, you exactly. got people getting on the bus with pit bulls. And you got, <laughs> oh, shit. <yes>. Pit bulls. <laughs> I mean, you, and, and, and here's a new thing. You can't ask them is it a service dog? So you gotta assume that it, that it is. But we know God on well, little Billy Baxton, he ain't got no service dog. This is this is a he, he's a cold killer. <laughs> he waiting <laughs> to bite somebody. <laughs> yeah. Damn. What if they have a pit bull fight on the damn bus? Yeah, you know, and then you know <laughs> it, it, it's a lawsuit. 
But see, the thing is, I, all I'm going to say, look, I knew it wasn't no pit. I knew it wasn't a service, though. I just seen them, they bring cats on the bus. I'm like, what is it? You know this ain't no service, though. But you can't ask them. It's against the law for you to ask them. Is that a service, though? Yeah. But I thought a service, though. It's not against the law to ask them. It's against the law to ask them what service do they... What service does the dog render? But I thought you can ask somebody. Is you can't ask service. them. They say the special way to trick them. You, they, they say the special way to trick them into telling you. But you can't come out and ask them. That ain't no service dog right there. You can't you do know, that. Damn because it's, ain't no service because dog of discrimination. With on his collar. It's, it's discrimination <laughs> because what if it is? And then you done told this person you couldn't ride your bus. Then that's a lawsuit. Yeah, because they used to tell us that on uh, Metro Access that we could have people that come on with snakes or rats. And I'm like, rats? they like, yeah, it could be a service animal. I'm like, what? a service? What is this service thing? A service rat? Yeah, you can have anything. Any type of animal can be a service animal. It doesn't have to be a dog to be a I service I've seen this homeless lady. She they had pictures where she got on the bus like a big cage with nothing but rats. Mm. Yeah, Damn. and you can have more. I was about to say, and you can have you more. You know, this wasn't no service animal. These are homeless animals. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a health issue, though, yeah. for the for the and, public. And that's the thing. It's like we're in the age of like everybody's so sensitive, but it's yeah. so you so sensitive to the point where you dismiss over the fact. You know, what I'm saying what we what the fact that we really facing the problem that we really facing. You know, what I'm saying she bringing rats and stuff. Now, what happened if one of them rats would have got out and bit some kids or something like that? You know what I'm saying? You're going to wait till something bad happen. That's what I'm saying about him and them telling them don't let him off the bus. It's going to be, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. It's just, it's just a bad situation sometimes. You got people who come get on your bus, blast the music. I mean, like some 1988 with the, with the, with the high, with the high top Radio Raheem. Radio Raheem type dude. And you, you, you be like, man, come on, dude. Like this morning, this guy gets on my bus. It's like 6.30 in the morning and you playing Jamaican music loud on the bus. I'm like, what's the Bumba, rude boy. I'm like, come on, man. Like, I don't want to hear that early in the morning. Yeah. It's too early for that. But you know what? They don't care. That's why they do it. Sometimes I think they want you to say something to them, but you can say, put them in it. What? What you say about me? They, they, want, they want that smoke. That's what I'm saying. They want all the smoke. <laughs> all of it. Driving a bus these days is just a, it's damn if you do, damn yeah, if you don't. Yeah. And, yeah. and the thing about it, like I said, you do something, you're going to lose your job. But they, yeah. this is what they always tell us. Don't you become a passenger. <laughs> but it's like but they don't give you any protection. They don't give you any protection. So it's like, what do you want me to do? It's like, hey, I told you, you work for Beat Down Records, because they're going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> oh, nah. I mean, does it affect your CDL in any type of way if you, if you beat I mean, them up? Is it like, if they, do they report any of that stuff? Is it like... Is it go, does it go in your record if you just was defending yourself from a disgruntled passenger? I don't think it go on your record. It's just you probably can't work or drive the bus in, in the bus system. You know what I'm saying? Because you just they gonna look at you as like you don't know how to handle the situation. Yeah. Because it's a, how they say it's a, a right way and a wrong way. Well, if you get out that seat to defend yourself, that was the wrong way. The correct way was to turn your head, and get beat. Don't. <laughs> don't. Don't. We gonna model the king this motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, because, I mean, stone. especially in summertime, tempers are flying, you know, from the heat and things of that nature. I mean, I see these truck drivers, they out here fighting in the parking lot, you know, if you cut them off. I mean, like, fighting in the parking lot, like, going toe-to-toe. So I can imagine, 
you know, what you're dealing out there in the city of D.C. Mm-hmm. But that's like it's... the, um, a while back, remember when that girl spit on that man and he smacked the fire out her ass? Oh, yeah, he smacked it's, the hell out it, of her it, ass. You know what I'm saying? It's the same, it's but like... That's, an, that's assault, though. Spitting on yes, somebody is assault. Yes. Yes. uppercut that lady, so you're going to learn today. Eesh. And yeah, I bet yeah. you she ain't never spit on another person. But he lost his job. He probably yeah, he made it, had maybe 20 years. And yeah, that's and, what he was. He was top dog, and he lost everything off that one incident. That's crazy. So that's, that's the thing you got to work. I had a guy, old man, get on my bus. I knew he was going to be an issue the way he got on the bus. He got on the bus with a cane, and he threw the cane on top of the boat. <laughs> I said, oh, Lord. <laughs> as, as we driving... He keep talking about how he was in the war. He going to blow motherfuckers up on the bus. I'm like, there you go. And so then I'm thinking he about to get off the bus. And he's because he, he coming towards me. I said, what you want to get off? He takes his finger and puts it damn near in my face. Say, don't worry about me getting off. I'll let you know when I'm about to get off. I turned around. I, want, I wanted to like. Yeah, <laughs> because he was that close. He was in my yeah. personal space. So I, I opened the door. I saw. Some, luckily, it was like some police officers near. I'm, I'm flagging them. Hey, hey, man, come get this dude. Come. They come and get him off the bus. But he's just so arrogant. Now he walking in front of the bus, for I can't move. I mean, I mean, the type of stuff I have to go through. You be like, oh my god. And this That's is every great. day. It's every day. Mm. Mm. Well, everybody, if you're thinking about getting into the bus industry with the conversation in Chicago, these are some of the things that you're going to have to deal with. So you might want to think twice if you're a person that uh, are not a people person and you just yeah. have a temper because it's not worth it. It's not worth getting out there fighting somebody over a job and they are disrespecting you. I mean, you're going to get it. You're going to get disrespected anyway, everywhere in this industry from freight brokering to dispatching to hot shotting somebody's going to try you it's just up to you to defuse the situation um it's been a lot of times i've been out on this road and and just sometimes you just got to walk away you know people uh get pissed because you taking too long and at the at the fuel aisle to get fuel and they'll start cursing at you because you're taking too long backing up anything or you cut them off you know mm-hmm. it's so many type of different ways that you can be in this confrontational cargo segment so check it out and see if this is something that you want to do so i want to thank everybody for coming into this podcast like we always do i want to thank my co-host for coming in and i i'm glad to see you back neek neek yeah in the building and we're gonna yeah we miss you yeah, we miss so we're gonna have another topic oh we're gonna have a special guest on next week but we'll give y'all a little insight on it throughout the week of what we're going to do so make sure you go to the 18 wheels www.18wheels1.com and re-listen to this podcast when it's downloaded on the pod beam or all your other platforms that you listen to spotify iHeartRadio, radio anything that you're more interested in whatever one you like you can listen to us talk about 